All right, go ahead there, Harold. Oh, stop it. It's been a long day. Good Lord. Would you go to two thrift stores? Podcast is back on the air, baby. After a little bit of a vacation, my name is Darian. It's still the way it was. Nothing really has changed. Uh, I am sad to be here. <laughs> I thought that uh, maybe I would have come up with a better idea on my vacation. I have not. So thus, I find myself back here in your earbuds. My main man, Jason Harrell, is here in the house. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, big fella? Welcome back to the real United States. I know, man. I was in an island paradise for, what, about nine days, give or take. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. Had a great time. Completely different perspective than here. <laughs> yeah, much different. Yeah. Where, like where we occasionally get water. Yeah, no. I had a I had a whole ocean to go swim in. Yeah. Waves. It was great. Uh come back here, it's just dirt. Yep. A lot of dirt. Fucking dirt. A lot of rocks. wind. Already getting cold. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Fucking fuck. No swimming for you. I'll not be swimming again anytime and soon. And then you went right from like coming off of nice relaxing vacation to just full blown Everything. Oh, yeah. Like, you got, you were immediately thrown back into your life. I was. Like, you're at a haunted house. I came in you're hard. You're at football practice. I came in hard, baby. I got things to do. You're podcasting. I'm podcasting again. Right back to the old way. Watching movies. All over the place, dude. Yeah, it's like, uh, we got back on a Thursday night, like uh, 11 o'clock at night. Friday night, uh, we all hook up for the zombie paintball at the Andalin Family Farm. And then from there, we haul ass downtown to the Dark Corners Haunted Attraction. Nice. I wish you weren't a vagina. Well, unfortunately, I am. I wish you would come with us. We had a great time. (laughs) I hate people jumping out of the darkness. There was a lot of that in the the corn maze. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A few of us did get touched, which... I don't know if we paid extra for that or not, but it's it's really strange. I mean, I don't mind jump scares in movies. Um, I, I, nothing scares me as far as movies go, uh, but there's just something about I just hate being startled out of the darkness. I get that. It, it, I'm telling you, it all goes back to my asshole brother, man. You know what they do? He fucked with me so bad. I get that. What they do is they put a lot of fake dudes in the corn. Yeah. So you see one, you're like. Is he moving? He's not moving. Yeah. I think he's moving. And you tiptoe <laughs> past him, and then he's he acts like a fake dude, but then he comes back around behind you. Oh, see, yeah. that's just dirty. Yeah, I tell you what, you would have liked Dark Corners, though. <clears throat> Plenty of jump scares. Fuck that. <clears throat> but like the the set design and all that, very yeah. very elaborate. Very, they put a lot of work and. Well, that's what I've it. told Sarah. Is like I, I wish there was like a pass where 
they would just let me go and enjoy <laughs> just like the decorations yeah. <laughs> like a leave me alone yeah <laughs> just let me go look at like you know all the ambiance can I just poke around? I don't want to. I'll pay extra if you fuck off. Maybe I could wear one of those glow sticks like the kids have. <laughs> it's like those don't startle the child. I'm autistic. <laughs> I might turn violent. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, Too many man. years of working in a prison, dude. I get it, dude. I would be liable to punch somebody also, probably. <laughs> or tase them or pepper spray them or whatever the case may be. Well, we got a regular horror show to get into here, amigo. We got horror news, listener mail. We're switching up the uh, the the whole format for October. I'm sure you've thought it out very deeply. Very deep. I've got a whole blueprint, with yeah. schematics, and no doubt, Bunsen burners, and things like that. This is either going to be a three hour episode or, or thirteen minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start it off with some horror news, motherfucker. Let's do. You better quit making fun of me too. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> horror news what you got for us daddy after all this time of you being gone i have nothing oh wow <laughs> look at you well big, nothing has big, changed big shock <laughs> nothing has changed still zero effort from old harold over here <laughs> not for the news uh i tell you what though terrifier 3 teasers drop november 1st nice i feel like they kind of missed the boat on that if they could have put it out like uh mid-september could have cashed in on the whole halloween craze i heard it was coming back for a re-release in theaters part two okay and <clears throat> some brainiacs or nerds noticed that the cited runtime of part two in theaters is like three minutes longer than huh. previous release. Okay. So speculation is that they've tacked on a teaser oh. at, at the end of it. Okay. That is somebody with a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> Either I'm that into. or it was a fucking typo. It could be that also. There's going to be some disappointed <laughs> fuck faces out there. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Frankenstein adaptation has added Christoph Waltz to the cast. It's going to be awesome. You know it is. Well, uh, with him in it. Yeah. I mean, he that guy, I don't think I've ever seen him do a bad job. Yeah, he's great. And uh, it, yeah, the, only, the, only, the only reservation I might have is that Guillermo del Toro's kind of... Oh, it's going to turn fanciful I, at some what, point. That's what I'm saying. But it, it will be beautiful to look at. It, yeah, but not an ounce of scary, probably. <laughs> no. I doubt. It's going to end up with uh, the Monster Squad or something. Uh, Peter Filardi, does the name ring any bells? No. I didn't think so. He was the writer of the original Craft, The Craft from 1996, Six? was it? Uh, he is now teasing a musical adaptation Ooh, of The Craft. As we've said before, we love those. Oh, don't we, though? I love choreography. 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 <laughs> choreography. Uh, speaking of dumb shit, it's a wonderful knife. <laughs> oh boy this season's uh big christmas slasher there's stills up at bloody disgusting i'm not gonna waste my fucking time it sounds dumb i've i've been kind of i dude i turned on uh Tubi the other day you know what was staring right back at me what the cult of humpty dumpty <laughs> oh god yeah now i get it we found some modicum of success with uh the winnie the pooh thing so now this is what we're in for. Yeah. The cult of Humpty Dumpty. All right. And it's a wonderful knife. <laughs> are we all getting dumber? I feel like we are. Yeah, I didn't think it was possible. Well, we're working on it, and uh, we're going we're gonna to make that happen. 
lastly, Arrow Video has announced a 4K resolution uh, restoration of House by the Cemetery. Have you seen that movie? I want to say yes, but I can't swear to it. Uh, Lucio Fulci. The movie itself doesn't make a lot of sense, but uh, there's some pretty cool Didn't we visuals. watch that for one of the shows? We might have. I at, think we did. At one point. I'm sure we did down the line somewhere. Yeah. Um, it's uh, if you're looking for like a serious movie, probably not. If you're looking for like a lot of cool <clears throat> beheadings and uh, a really jacked up looking slasher guy, mm-hmm. that's all right. It's some kid trauma. There's that too. That's always fun. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, there was uh, another tidbit of news: um, uh, High Tension's getting a 4K release. Ooh, uh, that's it's a it's going to be an import for the U.S. But um, uh, that company, I forget the name of the company right offhand, but the, they do fabulous releases. I mean, really, really great releases. The, it's, it's whoever just did the uh, big box set of uh, and 4K of It Follows. Okay, very so, nice. Yeah, they do good work. I'll have to. Uh, I'll definitely have to grab that one. Right on, dude. That's all we got on the listener or the uh, horror news. How about some listener mail? Huh? Mm-hmm. We got about two weeks worth, so we probably have three. Three messages. Listener <laughs> mails. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. And Alan again. <laughs> and Tim. <laughs> Listener mail. Yes, ma'am. Let's get down to beautiful Southern California. Here comes uh, Tony. Subject line, daring as a turd. What? (laughs) I know. Can you believe it? (laughs) This is a nice one. I like this one. It's a... It's a children's book uh, entitled Goodbye Testicles, and as you can see, I am talking to a (laughs) nurse there on the cover. You almost look like Beetlejuice from Howard Stern. A little bit, yeah, (laughs) a little bit. God damn it. Well, at least I had hair in that one. Uh, Right on, here we go. Uh, Coming in again, uh, Tony, Mm -hmm. uh, subject line, Darian is a turd. Whoa, breaking news. Again. (laughs) I wonder if he just has like a template that he fills out. Uh, greetings, padded room. I hope this mes- message finds Jason and or Buddy well. For the Terra Dome, <laughs> give me the other from Hellfest. There is no real reason or a regular guy should be able to kill a leopard ghost, but I would rather watch a Hellfest sequel than a Fog sequel. Thanks. As of writing this, I have watched 12 horror movies in October. The nice. first nine movies are one through nine of the Saw franchise. I hadn't seen Jigsaw or Spiral yet. So that was going to be new to me. Jigsaw was a decent movie. I like the fact that they moved out of the time frame. The traps were decent. The story was fine. The movie itself isn't the worst in the franchise. What is the worst in the franchise is Spiral. I want the job that allows me to give the go-ahead and do dog shit movies. The asshole makes way too much money, aside from there being traps. This literally has nothing to do with John Kramer other than the killer was inspired by him. To the... Put it... I'm not sure what he was going for there. The something looks stupid. Chris Rock has one look on his face the entire movie. The Chris, Lo- Chris Rock look. It's 100% Chris Rock look. Uh, that's true. Samuel L. Jackson can't save this movie. The other things I watched are The Appendage. This is new on Hulu. This is kind of like Basket Case, but Belial is able to grow up. It's worth 90 minutes of your time. Next was also new on Hulu, The Tank. 
It's a creature movie, and knowing that, they give it away in the first 15 minutes. The creatures are okay-ish. They are practical instead of CGI, which I think was probably a better choice. But by the end of the movie, I was more interested in the backstory than the people being chased. Next, I was going to watch Wreck, but it's hard to work and do subtitles, so I switched to Quarantine. It's pretty good, but at least 15 minutes, or the last 15 minutes, really drag on. Until next time, cue the mountain lion. <laughs> Tony! Oh, here's a... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one that is a good one it's a uh, gay porn cover of course of course uh this time it is bone alone Ooh. starring darian culkin <laughs> oh that is hilarious <laughs> nice hair <laughs> i love it yeah that is uh good stuff and i don't know who those gentlemen are behind me but uh genitals the general generals oh, gen- gentlemen okay. or with genitals <laughs> right on tony thanks for writing in man and uh thanks for the artwork i'm gonna put you down for the other one, two, and then we're going to kick it over to some voicemails, my friend. We're going to start things off in the funky old south. It's our main man from Alabama. Alan. Alan's in the house. Added room. What's up? What's up, Alan? Paradome, uh, give me the guy from the fog. You got it. Mr. Darian, are you Mask of the Red Death? I sure am. Let's see, Meat Hooks, horror remakes. What do you think? I'm going to go with Tom Savini's Night of the Living Dead. That's a good I one. I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake's really good. I like that one, you too. You know, it's kind of zombies, but... Um, you know. Anyway, and then I guess I really like the Friday the 13th remake. Uh. Um... You know, I'm not one who feels like, oh, no, the remake's going to screw it up. I went back after watching that, sh- after listening to the episode, I went back and watched the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Okay. What do you think? I remember liking it when it came out. Yeah. I still like it. Um okay. I like the fact that it brought, like, Freddy back to bad. Yeah. Anyway, I'm trying to do that uh, 31 for 31. Nice. Watch nice. VHS 85. Yeah. Um, I could go back and look at my Facebook post to see, but I don't really <laughs> care to. Okay. Fair anyway, enough. hope everything's going good. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Right on, Alan. I think everybody we know is doing the thirty-one for thirty-one, right? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, you should. I don't know why you wouldn't. What are you some yeah, kind of? Yeah, a- and Alan, if you're uh, if you have a letterbox account, you could log them there, and we could. Because uh, I, I don't have Facebook, um, so you know, if you want to accommodate me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> log them into letterbox. Letterbox, baby. Dar- Darian's on there. I'm on there. Uh, Tom Hardy's on there. Tim from Horror for Dummies. Excuse yep. me. Dummies for Horror yeah. is on there. Uh, pretty much uh, Spider One follows me on yeah. Letterbox. <laughs> Look at me go. Yeah. Spider One himself. All right. Let's get back down to Southern California. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, padded room. How's my favorite DJ? What's up, big week? baby? Good. I do hope everyone's doing well and everyone's in the holiday spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome back there, Mr. Darian. Thank uh, you very much. Get in real quick on the educating department. I think I got you. Come on now. Uh, are you the master of the red death? You got me. So, uh, on the terror dome, you got health fest versus the fog. Yes, sir. And. I'm pretty sure I've seen Hellquest, and I actually liked it. I actually liked it pretty good. Okay. But uh, I don't remember 100%. I don't. 
So I'm just going to go with which one I prefer, and I'll just go with the fog. The, Fair uh, enough. Even though I'm not a ghost guy. Okay. Put me down for the uh, Captain Blake. The pirate ghost. Leper. Um, you got the meat hooks there on the remake. Yeah, what do you think? Um, you know, I was... Let me get your thoughts on this, man. I, huh. I know a lot of people are going to say, like, the thing and the fly and the blob, which are all great. Sure. But the thing about them to me is, like, they're, they're so different than the original. Yeah. I find it hard to kind of call them a remake because they're just so incredibly different. Okay. But, uh, so I, I kind of went with uh, remakes that were kind of closer to the original. Okay. But, uh, I don't know. Anyway, so put me down for the uh, 78 Body Snatchers. Ooh. I believe it was 78, but the 70s Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You got it. Great flick. That is a good, good one. Good pick. Um, how about Dawn of the Dead? Uh-huh. Fantastic remake. Nice. And I agree. One that kind of took me a little while to get into because it was so clean and so slick as opposed to the original is the uh, remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You it took that me was a little clean? while to get into it, but uh, I gotta say I, I do love that flick. I still prefer the original, but that that is a good. It's good a good remake. show. I agree. Uh, Great flick. Oh, on the what are you looking at department? I got to catch a couple of flicks, a couple of rewatches. I you know figured the holiday season got to throw in Phantasm. Sure. And uh, got to catch me uh, two Dario Argento uh, giallos. Um, Tenebrae and Trauma. I okay. believe they were on Tubi. Um, so I was happy to find them there. Cool. Check them out. They were rewatches, but, uh, you know, I, I like my Giallos. I like my Argento flicks, man. Sure. So I recommend them. Uh, even though I do have some exception to what you say about uh, the Giallos, they're always the same. It's always, you know, some, some unknown killer wearing black gloves, and it always turns out to be somebody that, you randomly character. met for 30 seconds at the beginning of the movie. That's exactly you never right. Saw again. You know what? After seeing these and thinking about some other ones, you might actually be on to something. <laughs> but sometimes it's not that. It's sometimes fine. It's a little piece of information that the uh, hero or the <clears throat> detective or whatever knew. GP. That's fine. He called back. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not, I'm not taking anything away from Giallos. They're fine. But once you know the formula, it's pretty easy to spot the killer. But some of it, some of them do it better than others. You know, there's good ones and bad ones. And, um, if I had to pick a favorite Giallo off the top of my head, oh, I think I go probably the bird with the crystal plumage. They always have weird names too. Don't torture a duckling. <laughs> the bird with the crystal plumage. Uh, whatever happened to Solange? You know? What the fuck? <laughs> These are very wordy titles. Yeah, you know what I mean? Especially the crystal plumage one. Yeah. That's, that's I, a just, good show. I just heard that title for the first time. I've never seen it. I just heard that title for the first time last month, maybe two months ago. Yeah. It was being released, and I'm like, what the fuck what is that? What the hell is this <laughs> shit? <laughs> right on. He called back. Tom Hardy again. G motherfucking P. You knew it. Hell yeah. Damn it, I thought I was going to get through it this time. Anyway, um, yeah, so I guess that, that's actually kind of worse now that I think about it. But uh, I don't know. I still enjoy me some uh, Giallos. I still like me some Dario Argento. And, uh, but I did get to catch one other flick. No, even though it's not like strictly a horror movie, hmm. uh, I know it's appreciated by horror fans. Uh, 
Escape from New York. Oh yeah, that's a good flick. I, I got to say the the reason the reason I put Carpenter above uh, Craven is because of how he delves into some other um, some other categories. Sure. So well, as far as directors, I don't know. I'm blabbing on. You are anyway. Hope okay. all is well. <laughs> love you like family. Bye. Now. Hey, love you too, Tom Hardy. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, bye bye. <laughs> Jason, if you had to pick a favorite horror director off the top of your head, which one would it be? Mick Garris. <laughs> With his flowing locks. Uh, you know, I, I was just pondering this like a week ago, and I, I just don't think I can come up with anything. It's hard. I can't lock anybody in. Um, I would probably... I, I, Wes, Wes Craven's definitely got some good stuff. John Carpenter's got some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Fidi Alvarez comes to mind. Yeah. Um, uh, Eli Roth comes to mind. Uh, who? Uh, I he's got a, a couple of horrors under his belt. Um, oh. oh, Joe Dante. Uh, but but he does more light stuff. The, but the, but I I think he's a strong director. He is. I just cannot excuse his episode of uh, Masters of Horror. You know what? If you can tolerate Mick Garris, by gosh, you're going to tolerate Joe Dante. I never said I could tolerate <laughs> Mick Garris, my friend. Fucking Mick Garris. Um, <clears throat> if I had to pick what, like up until, really, like my whole life, I've always been a George Romero guy. Up until Diary of the Dead. That like shattered me to my, that's how bad that movie was. And it made me like rethink my entire identity. Am I even a horror fan? <laughs> this is tolerable. Can I tolerate this? You don't think you're giving some of his movies a little more credit than they deserve? Um, I will. I will stand by my dissertation of Night of the Living Dead being the best horror film ever. Sure, I'll give um, you that. I'll, I'll let you go I, with that one. I I will. I'll watch the original Dawn of the Dead continuously on a loop until hmm. my eyes bleed day of the dead not as good but still enjoyable for what it was um then you get into weird stuff like martin uh creep show i loved first creep show second creep show yeah well um what else you got uh did he do land what is land, land, land of, of the, the dead? dead yeah i wasn't mad at that a lot of people were yeah i i didn't care for it but it didn't I understood the message that he was trying to to come across. He was he was trying to be a job, try, trying to hit us with some politics. Okay, that's fine. I don't agree with his politics, but I, you know, I liked uh, what's his name, Simon Baker. Yeah, but I, did you like the movie for the movie, or did you like the movie because he was successful in delivering his message? I liked the movie uh, for the movie until the last five minutes. Okay. Um, after that, where you get into uh, Diary of the Dead. Yeah. And that just, to me... <laughs> yeah, I know. You find it very offensive. offensive. <laughs> Offensively bad. Um, and then, like, to like to the point where I, I, I don't... I mean, those are still great movies. I love those movies, but I cannot call him my favorite director if he is going to submit that kind of garbage and actually put so, it out there. So then, best so, director. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I guess I got to probably go... Wes Craven, right? Uh, Toby, even, even though he's got some fucking duds, he's got man. some duds too. But like, even his duds 
weren't bad enough to make me angry at him. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That Diary of the Dead made me want to grab George Romero and punch him. <laughs> him and his gigantic glasses. And his ridiculous <laughs> fucking glasses, man. Get some, some binoculars or something. All right, Jay, you got anything for Tom, Hardy, Alan, or Tony? Thanks a lot, fellers. Thank you, dudes. We are going to uh, jump into a new segment that we are calling October Bloodlust. <laughs> All right. Starting right now. All right, Jason. I figure the best way to do this is just to go back and forth. Okay. Um, I'll give you which movie I watched. I'll give you some quick thoughts on it. I'm not going to do the full rundown of the plot and the, everything else. Okay. Now, <laughs> is, now, is this you going through your everything you've watched, or is this specifically uh, a 31 for 31 tracking? What do you? I've tracked it using the hashtag 31 for 31. Because, well, so, I, I'm asking because I, I have, me and Sarah's 31 for 31, but I've I've actually put in, since the last time you and I talked, 30 movies. Wow, look at you. Yeah, I'm on a roll. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you just, uh, do you know, are they like chronological or yeah. what? Okay, why don't you give me the October movies? All right. Me, uh, uh, you go first okay. while I pull up my pictures here. I uh, started things off with Pacific Rim from 2013. Nice. I watched this on the plane going to Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, ironically enough, flying over the South Pacific. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really want to watch it, yeah. but it was the only thing remotely close to horror on the Southwest uh, streaming searches. Sure, sure. So that's what I got <laughs> stuck with. I never seen it all the way through before. It's a fun flick. It's cheesy. It's cheesy it is. as all get out. It's exce- the the dialogue oh, is yeah. ridiculous. Oh yeah, Idris Elba just really so extra. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way. Of um, I really recommend watching that here at your house though, because yeah. that is a room shaker. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. With Very bass heavy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. I feel like some pictures are coming <laughs> off the walls or something. Uh, it, that movie sounds great, and it looks spectacular. It looked really good on my phone flying across the South Pacific. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not bad. It's kaiju. The only, pro- the only problem I had with it is I wish we could have, like, gotten more into the monsters mm-hmm. like if you if you really want to do a deep dive you can see they had like different classifications and they had like knife head monsters and tentacle monsters yeah you don't get to you don't learn any of that as you watch it you just learn about the fucking robots and that that whole pilot system was kind of silly Right? You plug them into your brain, and then suddenly it takes two of you to run the fucking thing. Well, you so you have to perfectly choreograph your movements with your partner. <laughs> you can, you couldn't see me and you doing a Absolutely little choreographed not. routine? No, we would get into so, a fist fight up there. Some robot jocks line dancing? I said left leg, you fucker. <laughs> left leg. What a, in the meantime, the robot is like in a glitch mode. <laughs> All right, what do you got there, Jay? Uh, we started off the month with uh, our first movie for 31 for 31, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Very cool, the original. So, yes. Nice. Uh, yeah, we, so we, we took over 30 movies, threw them into a little cauldron, and then we randomly pick our movie for the night. Cool, cool. Uh, so that was our first pick. And it, that movie just holds up, man. It's, I love it. It's so damn good. It is probably the most quotable movie. It's so of the, so quotable. The 2010s. <laughs> uh, life was harder when 
for 16-year-olds back then. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I'm very sexy. (laughs) Now, if you want, you can poke the guy. Yes. Poke him. (laughs) So good. Stupid, man. Sitting there fucking knitting a a sweater. I still want to buy one of those sweaters. Yeah. I'm sure there's some niche website out there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm not actually going to do it because I'll never wear it. I'll just have it and be like, hello. Look what thinking. I have. Another thing to put in the closet. Yeah, pretty much. Next to my board game. <laughs> that I <I've laughs> are still stacking up, by God damn it. Uh, right on, man. How do you think it holds up next to the TV show? Uh, two completely different things, but uh, the TV show is very good, too. It is. I love it. It is really, really good. Yeah. Those are some great characters. I love how they pop up, too, every now and then. Yeah. The, the original four, mm-hmm. four or five guys now. Yeah. Right on. Uh, my number two is called Hellhole from 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on my way to the airport to come back to the, the continental United States. Remembered that Wi-Fi is shit in the air, so I quickly downloaded the first horror movie on Netflix, and it happened to be Hellhole. Uh, have you seen it? No. More of it start, plays more like a murder mystery until about the last uh, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then it goes full on into like possession and antichrist hmm. stuff. Uh, that once we get to that part it's pretty cool, but up until then it's a lot of like uh, weird cop drama. Yeah. And uh, you know, this guy this undercover cop trying to infiltrate a monastery. It's pretty good visuals. I think it's Polish, so I had to do the English dubbing. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Based yeah. on the title, I thought it was a Game documentary board. on your your asshole or something. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here comes the asshole reference. <laughs> got to. Uh, yeah, what's next? Bud? We got to the theater and saw Saw X. Okay. What do you think? Uh, it is a strong installment. Okay. Uh, it's probably... I would say it's... Oh, gosh. It's... Arguably one of the best ones. Okay. But, but not necessarily because of the traps and stuff. Okay. Just because of more of uh, John Kramer and more of the the story. And, like, it's it's a pretty cohesive story. Right. Um, a lot of the Saw movies kind of fall apart with their... The way they go back, and it's almost like they're fucking traveling through wormholes at times. <laughs> like, they're hard to keep up with, even when like they always give you the big time-jumping reveals right. at the end. Yeah, uh, This was just a nice, from start to finish kind of storyline. Okay. Uh, I won't say what the biggest flaw with it is, okay. because it, kinda, it might dip into spoiler territory. Okay. But uh, very strong installment. Nice. Now, are you all caught up on the entire franchise? Yeah. Okay. So, question. I have to. I have to assume it's either some kind of a prequel or a flashback, right? Because it's, a, it's, it's, it's supposed to take place, I believe, like either bef- but in between one and two or okay. just after two somewhere around there okay it's supposed to be kind of the time all right i don't want to ask any more questions because i think i'm gonna fuck it up for myself okay but you liked it yeah right on i'm into that have you ever seen a movie called curtains from 1983 no um i found myself alone in the morning and i knew my kids were going to be up soon 
And when I go onto the streaming service, this isn't a masturbation story. Quit looking at me like that. Damn it, I was unzipping. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've got a limited amount of time, so I can't be like picking and choosing. When I got to pick something, and I got to get into it as fast as I can. This is a masturbation story. That's exactly right. (laughs) Uh, So the first thing that popped up, I think it was on, it was either Paramount or Peacock, was Curtains. First thing I hadn't seen, so I threw it on there. Um slasher movie what uh six actresses go to this producer's mansion to um uh audition for a big part in like a franchise uh movie situation like a six six movie deal yeah uh they obviously start getting killed off one by one the killer in this movie is pretty pretty dope uh wears like a uh hag mask like an old lady mask Mm -hmm. and some of the kill scenes were actually really good for 1983 the only complaint I have about it watching it on streaming is that there's no kind of restoration to it. So you're, it's shot in that really shitty, like, 70s, super dark. Um, you really got to... And all the actresses look pretty much the same. <laughs> Long, dark hair. Yeah. Uh, like, two of them had weirdo accents. Uh, it's pretty hard to tell them apart. So all you see is a dark-haired starlet getting butchered with a sickle and you're like, oh. like wait a minute I thought she was still alive how did she die yeah. earlier didn't she I don't know <laughs> uh, that, it was a pretty good show if they ever drop like a 4k of it I'll probably pick it up nice what's next Jason uh, we revisited The Exorcist nice the original yep very and, cool and uh, yeah we were actually going to uh, uh, go and see the, the, the new, new one, one. Mm-hmm. but um, I think something may Maybe we'll get to it at some point. There's yeah, there's an event on the horizon. Um, but uh, this movie is just as strong as it's ever been. With oh me. yeah. Um, I think I can, I can actually see the argument for. So we 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 watched uh, like the director cut or the um, the the version you're not supposed to see or whatever the hell they call it that. Okay. In like the subtitle. Sure. It's the one with the spider spider walk. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh, I can see the argument for the original theatrical release. Okay. Uh, especially, like, the flashes of, like, Pazuzu. Pazuzu. Yeah. Um, kind of distracting. Okay. But uh, I really love that Staircase Walk. Yeah. Uh, but great movie. Just oh, yeah. a really great movie. Um, still just as strong as it ever was. Are you in on the whole franchise? Um, I've never. I don't think I have ever seen part two. I have attempted it many yeah. times. It's, and I've heard it ripped to shreds. It is not over over. good. Um, <laughs> part three, I like quite a bit. Um, I, I could never get into those prequels either. The Father Garrus uh, in Iraq or whatever on his excavation. Yeah. I never, I, never I, I think I tried, I started one once and just kind of lost Was that interest. the Dominion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I've seen that one. Okay. But I've... I've I am very confident I've never seen number two. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to tell you not to. Yeah. It, it's not going to ruin the first one for you, but it will definitely... You, it's not, supposed to be really wacky. It is. <laughs> it gets pretty pretty ridiculous. Right on. Uh, oddly enough, that leads me right into The Entity from 1982. Nice. little ghost rape coming at you yeah. there, J-Bo. Uh, that one holds up, uh, I think... Um, Couple of couple of weird things going on there. Number one, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on with that guy? 
I mean, I get it. You don't want to believe that your girlfriend is being ghost raped, but the guy's like 50 years older than her to start with. I understand that was acceptable, or at least in movie form in the early 80s. And then, like, he shows up for like a couple days, then disappears for a month, then shows up for a couple of days and bangs her, then disappears for a month. I, it's, it's a very sounds weird, like a good system. I, I'm sure for him, he's got an underage side piece. He just kind of rolls in when he feels like it. Kind of like the relationship in uh, Halloween Three. He's yeah, like, he's like 120. Oh yeah, she's 14. 14. <laughs> Met her 14 hours ago. Yeah. Do you want to make love to me, Doctor? Yes, of course. Uh, there's that, and then there's the the Bizarro science experiment that they tried at the end, where they wanted to uh, freeze the entity and liquid nitrogen or it's, something like it's that? It's easily been 20 years since I've seen this movie. It's, so I, I don't even remember that. I think the the, the ghost rape holds up. Uh, the weird, um, I guess I would call it uh, Big Trouble and Little China lightning effects yeah. are pretty silly. <laughs> like when the, the sun is trying to fight the thing off and it just kind of... Yeah. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know how that makes sense to anybody. And then the ending where they try to freeze it and it turns into basically a giant booger. But <laughs> I, I saw it. I was actually perusing uh, some uh, Blu-rays the other day to, to buy and saw that one and almost bought it. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I, I think I should watch this again before I buy it. I did buy it on Blu-ray. Take it with you. <laughs> See what you think about that. Here's, here's the, the weirdest part about this. This movie came out in 1982. I remember seeing this movie in the theater. Wow. So I could not have been a day over four years old, hmm. and my parents took me to the movie theater to see this. Yeah. And that is a glimpse into my childhood there, Jason. And it probably explains a lot about why I am the you way know, I am. You know, it's funny because uh, some of these movies that I remember watching, I'm like, oh, I saw that in theater. And I'll look up the date that it was released in theater, mm-hmm. and I'm like, fuck, I was six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Apparently, guess, but I guess you know. If you're hey, with your parents, you really wanted to go see the movie. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, so there's that. What do you got next, bud? Uh, our second thirty-one for thirty-one um, was uh, your next. Okay, good one. Uh, love it. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's so crazy how much we hated that movie <laughs> to begin with. I mean, we despised it. Well, I think you went into the experience expecting like a genuine. Home invasion horror movie, yeah. Horror, you know, kind of a this could happen to you situation. Yeah, she's a great final girl. Uh, Sharni Vincent. Yeah, she's yeah. great. Oh yeah, um, such a good movie. And that one, <laughs> you know, you know his name, the one brother who's just a fucking asshole, Joe Swanberg. Yeah, yeah. the one kid that catches the arrow. Yeah. Like, here he is just writhing in pain. Telling everybody what losers they are. And he's like, of course you know that, you dirtbag. Why am I low life? Because I know what a fucking Wi-Fi scrambler is. I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm just cracking up every time he rolls off one of those lines. It's just fabulous. Yeah, he Uh, plays such a good shitbird. Uh, He's a good actor. It's just something about his face. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to punch him in the face. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I'm sure he's a sweetheart. Great movie, though. Uh, From there, I got into uh, Blood Fest from 2018. That was our immersion therapy. Mm -hmm. I'll get more into that in immersion therapy. Okay. Uh, We'll skip over that one. Suspiria, 1977. Mm. The original Suspiria. You've seen it. 
I've only seen the remake. You haven't seen the original? I've never seen the original. I don't think you'd care for it. I you, didn't really care for the remake. I thought you did like the remake. No, it was a little too wacky for okay, me. Okay, well... It, it fell off the rails, like at the end. If wacky is your complaint about the remake, I'm going to tell you to avoid the original. A lot less choreography, a um, lot less actual... Da- I don't think there was any actual dancing going on. Uh, but there is a lot of Dario Argento color palette, um, abstract artsy kills that, you know, the physics don't really support somebody dying that way, but it's fine. You know, neon red blood. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it. I think it's a fun watch. Um, the sound design behind it, the music is great. That's, that is probably now. So, so Argento is, uh, giallos traditionally right uh he's done he's he's done done plenty but, of but that one but you wouldn't classify no. as okay no, no. so i will say that as far as my horror cred goes argento giallos all that italian shit basically. oh you got some against italians uh apparently because ah. that is just i have seen so few of those okay I mean, very, very few. There is some good stuff out there. Um, if you're looking to get scared, eh, probably not. If I'm, I'm very glad I watched uh, Tenebrae. If you like that, you'll probably be in because it's more. It's more about like the the artistic vision and like the color palette mm-hmm. and the, the music behind it. It's none of it's really that scary, you know. Yeah. The, the Three Mothers trilogy, um, Suspiria, Inferno, and Mother of Tears. Plenty of nudity. You got that going for you. Lots of weird colors and uh, tech syntho pop, you know, scores, things like that. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's fun. It's, I'd kind of equate it in a, in a weird way to Rob Zombie. Not a lot of plot line going on there. <laughs> sure. But some fun stuff to look at. <laughs> right. That's what you get. What's up next there, fella? Uh, let's see. I rewatched Planet Terror. Uh, okay. Just a fun movie. Yeah. Um, she is very convincing with that fucking peg leg. <laughs> like she does great with that thing. I wonder how if if that is CGI or green screen or whatever. It's very. It does not look like. No, CGI. it looks fabulous. It, yeah, it looks like a legit machine gun leg. Yeah, once once shit really starts picking up yeah. and like she you know is, is getting her her stilt put on her fucking stump <laughs> and uh, just a lot of the dialogue that's in there. Um, it's just so over the top, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun movie, though. Yeah, it's not bad. I still prefer uh, Death Proof, though. Really? I was just going to ask you: Have you yeah. seen Death Proof? Oh yeah. So what, huge Stuntman Mike fan. I like Stuntman Mike. I just couldn't. I don't know, man. The 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 chicks in the car um, they don't strike me as killers. You know what I mean? They strike me as fun girls. And mm-hmm. when they turn the tables on Stuntman Mike, that's when it gets kind of silly to me. Yeah. That's just me, though. I could be completely off base. I I think I I like it more just because it's so heavy with dialogue. Yeah. Um, Very in Tarantino. that Tarantino kind of way. Motherfucker, motherfucker, fucking <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> right on. Uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Mm-hmm. I understand you've seen this one also. I have just watched it. I rather enjoyed it. I know your wife did not. I will tell you that I am not the biggest Pet Cemetery fan okay. to begin with. 
I didn't have much of a problem with this movie. I liked it a lot. It was fine. My only gripe is that there were there wasn't even an attempt at a New England accent in the whole movie. That was probably, and that's what I told her. I mm-hmm. said at some point from this movie to the original. He really did a lot of time in New England. <laughs> I mean, he was born there. You'd think he would have had it by then, but whatever. Yeah, that's um, kind of the oddest thing. Yeah. Um, just because it's so out there yeah. in the original. Oh, yeah. Um, I liked it. I like getting into the history of the town, um, the Native American burial ground, the deadfall, finding out where that came from. Um the only thing that, that it's, I wouldn't call it a plot hole, but it is a red flag to me, is that if we're continuing on the, pl- the uh, plot, the I guess the trajectory of Judd Crandall, why, having gone through that, why in the fuck would he show Lo- Lewis Creed where the <clears throat> burial ground is, knowing what's going to, the possibility of what could happen? Yeah, and I'll also say that probably my other biggest hang up is um, these families thinking that they have some need or or that they have to stay there to continue to fight this thing. Yeah. Uh, let's just leave. Yeah. Burn it just to the move. ground. Just move. Just burn it to the ground, dude. You know how you avoid it? Fucking bounce. Gone. See ya. Somebody else <laughs> Leave it for it somebody else. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I still scored it fairly low. I mean, I give it a five. Out of ten? Yeah. Oh, I probably would have came in at a... I don't know, six, seven. I enjoyed it, but I really like the the pet the pet cemetery movie and yeah. the book too. I read the book. Right on. Uh, you're up. Uh, first time watch Bordello of Blood. Oh, okay. What'd you think? Uh, I enjoyed it. It's silly. It's fun. <laughs> it's I love Dennis Miller. <laughs> and Me too. I love Dennis Miller being Dennis Miller, and he and he is one hundred percent Dennis Miller. Like his delivery of his lines is exactly like. They are in Joe Dirt. Oh yeah, or Just uh, dry and snarky. Weekend update, same thing. Yeah. Uh, that HBO show he had. Uh, so I have the uh, Blu-ray from Scream Factory, mm-hmm. and they did the special features for it. All of like they paid him so much money to to take that part, and one of the um, like stipulations he had was that he got to write his own dialogue. So that is literally Dennis oh, okay. Miller being Dennis That's Miller. That's why I like it but so much. <laughs> every interview they did with every other single member of the cast was yeah. just them saying what a douchebag Dennis Miller oh, was. Oh, I have no doubt. <laughs> That's why I like the guy. Wouldn't come out of his trailer, wouldn't hang out with anybody, just kind of snubbed everybody, you know. Who's he going to hang out with? Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. <laughs> Which, again, see, I didn't even know Corey Feldman was in this. Oh, yeah. So that goes back to my prior conversation with hmm. you where, man, his fucking credentials are just strong, dude. <laughs> For all of the shit that he catches, especially now yeah. with like his music career and stuff, like, like he's done some work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some good stuff. I would even call him horror royalty. Yeah. You know, you got the Burbs, you got the Lost Boys. Um I guess Goonies kind of had like horror elements. Uh, oh, uh, Stand by Me, mm-hmm. uh, Bordello of Blood, uh, that weird vampire movie where he was a tranny. Yeah, uh, <laughs> was that that wasn't Veronica, was it? No. Okay. Um, I can't remember what that was. I think it was 
Corbin Nash or something like that. Yeah, it funky was like name. Weird. Yeah. It was just the name of a guy. Was the title? I forget what it was. Uh, right on. But yeah, good flick. It's, I, it's I enjoyed a, it. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> it is dumb. Uh, but I, I had I really had I had a lot of fun with it. Did you ever see Demon Knight? Oh yeah, I love Demon Knight. When that fucking skull, that key thing mm-hmm. popped up. I got, got such a Tales from the Crypt hard on. Yeah. And unfortunately, it shatters like five minutes later. But right. <laughs> yeah, still, it's a nice little call in there. I watched a movie, Jason, that um, I don't know why I keep watching it, because every time I watch it, I hate it more. But I convince myself periodically that it's a good show, and I need to check it out again. It's called Let's Scare Jessica to Death. Oh, okay. Have you seen it? No. Okay. Um I see it pop up constantly, though. I, it gets, I have just never... It's never called to me. It gets a lot of love from the horror community. It's a slow burn. Um, it's I guess the concept is solid. Uh, basically, this mentally unstable young lady and her two hippie friends uh, buy, sight unseen, a mansion in upstate New York next, next to a lake. They get there, and there's another lady kind of squatting there. And then from there, a bunch of weird stuff happens. Fine. Uh, there, I'll give you, it's lightly atmospheric, but the acting in this movie is so bad. Like, the chick who, li- who plays Jessica just has this constant deer-in-the-headlights kind of a, ooh, thing going on. <laughs> Nailed and, it. And uh, on, to- on top of that, it, it's heavy on the ASMR. Mm-hmm. Nothing irritates me more than ASMR. Yeah. As soon as somebody like hear, p- hearing people chewing and squishing, whispering, like, yeah. hey, what you just get away. Either say what you have to say, just get away from me. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I keep like randomly convincing myself it's a good show. It drives me crazy. I don't know why I keep watching it. And the hippie guys that are supposed to be like the the wild can the wild guys of the group, they're like in their fifties. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah. I'm, I'm going to make you watch it one of these days. Hey, you put it, you make it mandatory, you know I'll watch it. Uh, you're, then you're going to come in here and punch me in the face. <laughs> or, just, probably just to piss me off, you're going to love it. <laughs> I'm going to have to punch you in the face. Explain to me why you it's, love it. What the it. fuck, man? Uh, what do you got there, Jay? Uh, let's see. Night three of our 31 for 31 was the remake of Fright Night. Okay. A movie that we love. Right. You're not the biggest fan of it. I'm, I'm fine with it. I... I, it it failed it, to me. In my opinion, I feel like it failed to capture the spirit of the original. In rewatching the original not too long ago, uh, it's it's a little too slow. The original, yeah. Wow, like, it's like its build up is a little like it's got a lot of lulls. Okay, uh, I, I still love it. Yeah, I always thought of the originals. I love the oh. characters. Yeah, um, but I. I I really like the remake too. Okay. Um, I think, uh, what is it, Christopher Mintz Plotz? Um, Sarandon. Fucking, Chris Sarandon? No, Vogel. Uh, Vogel. Yeah, he play, He he was the. Um, oh, evil. Evil. Yeah. He did evil. Uh, I thought he was like a good spin on evil. Yeah. Um, I wasn't mad at this iteration of Jerry. Uh, the biggest flaw I have with this movie is some pretty wacky CGI effects there, yeah. especially at the end. What year did that come out? 2011. Yeah, yeah. We've come a long way since 2011 yeah. with the CGI. Yeah, but uh, we enjoy it. Right on. I'm not mad at it. I just, I prefer the original in that case. Yeah. 
<coughs> about VHS 85 there, Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, watched it. Did you guys get a chance to watch it? Uh, I watched it. Okay. Yeah. Um, as usual, good segments and bad. Uh, I really enjoyed... There's two of them that kind of tie together. There's one in the middle. I don't want to ruin this for anybody, but there's one in the middle that I thought was really fucking dumb. What was it about? Uh, Techno God, where the chick does like her performance piece and then puts, oh, okay. puts on her quote-unquote iPhones. I wasn't mad at it. I thought that was dumb as but shit. But I'm a techno nerd. Sure. Like, you know. But like the, the VR techno god that the, shows the, up and well the part him. i hated the most was i really hate those performance artists to that begin one, yeah with. so <laughs> i mean yeah that's one strike right there so it was very hard for me to get past that hump yeah uh that's yeah uh that one was easily my least favorite um the one at the end where the kid uh dreams the crimes and then sends the videotapes to mm-hmm. the, i thought that one was pretty good i like that that one was pre- that was a uh, Scott Derrickson, I think, directed that one. Mm. Um, but my favorite was the the opening with the sniper attack. Yeah, I thought that was badass. It was good. Yeah, I love that. Uh, uh, right I, on- I had to re- actually rewind it a little bit um, to for the the final segment to make sense to me. Wait, there was a part I missed at the very end. Okay, that tied it back to that original. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know if I had looked down. <laughs> <laughs> or what it was, went into the kitchen. Okay. Um, but I had missed. I'm like, this makes no sense. Like, why X, Y, Z? Yeah. But then I was happy to see that it connected. I was kind of looking for it because I spotted the truck Yeah. in the driveway of the and I didn't. party. So, And then a few minutes later, you see the camper drive. It's a whole thing. But I really wish <laughs> it would have been the people from the first part that enacted yeah me too i thought that would have been dope the revenge or at least showed him yeah you know because at the end it's just whatever yeah right on um yeah what do you got next oh boy this took me five days to finally get through oh no daybreakers (laughs) Uh, it is not a horror movie man it's no well it's got vampires it does but they don't do shit well it's kind of like Blade, and Blade's not really a horror movie. Um, it's just gratu- a lot of gratuitous yeah. blood. Yeah, yeah, Um This is a very, very poor Blade. You know uh, what I mean? Like, it's a, a story about vampirism. Right. Uh, with this really shit kind of, ty- you know... Uh, like addiction, uh, kind hum- of a well, thing. humans are being phased out, yeah, because a virus uh, basically just turned everybody into vampires, right? And um, I don't know. You've got uh, Sam Neil, Sam Neil, who I'm not Hawk. the biggest fan of. You, then you got uh, Willem Dafoe Willem in there, Dafoe. and he plays a character called Elvis. <laughs> uh, so you get him, like, yeah. quoting Elvis throughout the thing. It's just silly. It um, has this really heavy green over, like tone, like yeah. um, like uh, over the film itself. It's, yeah. it's really heavily green, um, which I don't think worked at all. The only the only redeemable part of that I think was those like the degenerate vampires yeah. who were like turning feral. Yeah, they're cool. I thought they were kind of cool, but that's like a what an eighteenth of the movie right there. Not a good movie. Um, um, I mean. All in all, I still like probably average it out middle of the road, give it a five. Yeah. But 
there's no way I'm ever watching this thing no, again. I think I have a copy around here somewhere. It's probably one of my late night Walmart buys. I picked it up from the thrift store yeah. a couple of days. Oh, this has a skull. A couple in it. weeks Put ago. Put it in the cart. <laughs> Twenty-five bucks, no problem. Right on. What, uh, what you got? Flesh Eater, nineteen eighty-eight. I saw that you did that. <laughs> I was going to throw my copy in just to so we could commiserate. Actually, talk about it. It is because I've still yet to see it. You haven't seen it all the way through. I have only watched maybe thirty minutes of it. <laughs> That's all you need, really. <laughs> this is the unofficial sequel to Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. and the reason it is is because you have. Do you remember the very first zombie in Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, played by a guy named Bill Hinsman. Yes. He reprises his role as the very first zombie in Flesh Eater and uh, basic thing. Is there something in the movie that specifically says he was that zombie somehow? Okay, so he's just a zombie. Uh, It's him being a zombie. Well, so, yes. But there's nothing stating that he is the same zombie from Night of the Living Dead. He's dressed the same. uh, He basically does the same shit. Uh, this one was also directed by Bill Hinsman. Yeah. Fun fact for you, there, there's a number of uh, topless women that get attacked by zombies. Mm-hmm. Every zombie that attacks a woman topless in this movie is Bill Hinsman. Why else would you make a movie? Just to like, grab, I mean, if you're going to make a movie, you got to throw some boobs grab in Grab some tits. Yeah. <laughs> you're a tit lurker. Get in there and play a tit lurker, <laughs> you freak. Uh, it's silly. It's silly zombie. It's a whole thing goes down on Halloween night. It's got a very Halloween vibe to it. Oh, does it? Like it takes the, the opening, I don't know, 25 minutes take place on a hayride out in the Pennsylvania woods and then kind of bleeds into a camping trip. Whole thing starts because a farmer pulls a dead tree stump out of the ground and finds a coffin underneath it with a big pentagram on it. Yeah. Which, so naturally, he's going to open it, and of it's course. got Bill Hinsman in it, and then that's how the whole <laughs> shit starts. Uh, you should you should check it out. I will at some point. Uh, it's cheesy enough to I, where I think you'd probably... It was one of my very overpriced Vinegar Syndrome releases. That's right. That you, I you got up. the uh, like It was a like a 4K edition. remaster. Yeah. Cool box cover. You yeah. Know. I got mine for like three ninety nine off yeah. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Worth every penny, buddy. <laughs> right on, dude. What's next? Our night four uh, of 31 for 31. Your favorite and mine, hmm. Hocus Pocus. Oh, I know you hate that movie. I don't hate it. I just don't get it. You know? It's a kid's movie. It is a kid's a kid. Well, I mean... Yes and no. Yeah. I mean, it's got... I mean, they eat kids. Yeah, but I mean... Or it's implied. It's implied and it's... Or it's, it's said. Yeah. Uh, it's not a very kid-friendly movie. I mean, there's... You don't a, think so? Well, there's... Well, if they are smart enough... Or if the kids are smart enough to actually pay attention to what's being said... Yeah. Then I think it's a little too adult. Okay. Uh, if they're just watching it... Then it's very cute. Yeah, I think I think they'd yeah. be fine. Right on. Uh, your wife loves that one, doesn't she? We both like it. Yeah, yeah. It's a fine movie. <laughs> I actually score this a six. Uh, that that makes sense. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I just wouldn't call it a horror film. I guess. Well, it really it, it speaks. Oh, I wouldn't say it's a horror movie no. by any stretch. And our thirty-one for thirty-one isn't a thirty-one days of horror. It's a thirty-one days of Halloween, favorites. Halloween, sure, and uh, it's very heavy on the Halloween stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it, you know that gives us the feels totally. 
Uh, last one I watched right before you showed up, Evil Dead 2013. Very good. Same thing. Woods, uh, demonic stuff, heavy on the gore. You've seen it. You've probably seen it more times than I have. Um, let me ask you this. Though. I don't want to spoil anything, but the only possible gripe I had about Evil Dead Rise, I don't know if you caught this or not, but at one point when they, they find the uh, that Necronomicon, they're mm-hmm. going through all that research stuff, and I think... It was at some point when they start playing the tape recording, there is a reference to there being three Necronomicons. Yeah. Do you think that's going to be some asinine attempt to tie all three versions of Evil Dead together? No. I think, think it. So? I think it gives them the liberty to just kind of expand the uh, into a different story that may, to the purists... Uh, break some rules. Okay. It's kind of an easy out. Okay. You know, if they say, well, there's three of these things, so then you come up with some, I don't know, let's say the next iteration of it has a giant sludge monster. <laughs> well, hey, sorry, that's just what this hey, book does. This is a new Necronomicon. <laughs> it's a Necrosludgicon. Oh. <laughs> right on. That's all I got into, man. You got anything else? Oh, yeah. Um, let's hear it. Let's see. Watched a movie called Duel, D-U-A-L. Um, Is that the not horror, but trucks. One no, truck? that's D-U-E-L. Oh, this one is about kind of like a, a clones. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So uh, terminal people can cl- clone themselves. Okay. And then their that way their family doesn't have to you know lose them. live in misery. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, but then the chick finds out that she's not actually dying, but by law, only one can be allowed to live, so they have a duel. Oh, that's um, fine. But it's spelled duel because, you know, there's two. Okay. <laughs> so, it's fine. Right I on. gave it a six. Okay. Uh, Halloween Town. Okay. Disney kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe that's a kid's movie. That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, that's a five. It's very kid. Kidsy. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, villains. Um, can't remember where I called that one. I uh, gave it a six. Okay. Um, it was fine. Finally got around to watching the uh, 2020 Children of the Corn. Okay. So I give this a five. I haven't heard anything good about it. Well, I wasn't a huge fan of the original. That's either. the thing is, the original is constantly playing on fucking Shutter TV, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like all the time. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just because I'm so overseeing that or if it genuinely just was never really that great. Okay. Uh, I was never a big fan of the original anyway. This one was fine. Okay. It's at least as fine as the original. Well, it's not saying that's much. The, but, well, that's yeah. my point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I was going to watch either the original or this thing, uh-huh. I'm going to watch this. There was another I, I wasn't mad at the corn monster. Yeah. <laughs> I, there was there really wasn't one in the in the original. It was just a big right. lump that kind of yeah moved and, around. So the, I mean, the CGI of this thing wasn't all that bad. Right on. Um, there was another remake that the Sci Fi Channel did. I want to say it was like 2015. That one was dog shit, also. But pretty much everything the Sci Fi Channel did was dog shit. Yeah, I had picked this one up uh, at a thrift store. Wow, you know, for a couple of bucks. Okay, and um, so I'm trying to finally actually watch the damn movies that i own that i've never seen that a boy yeah so at some point i will be watching uh hmm. flesh eater flesh eater <laughs> good man 
Uh, watch Totally Killer. This is a 2023 movie okay. that just um, come out. I uh, was getting a lot of buzz on like the um, in like the uh, the scene where they you know you go to and watch twenty movies at like a festival. Oh yeah, yeah. It was getting a lot of hype. Nice. Um, it, it was a fun movie. Okay. Uh, it's it has a lot of a similar vibe as like Happy Death Day in a way. Okay. Involves like some time travely shit. Uh, but it's a fun movie. It's got the chick from uh, the Sabrina the Teenage Witch oh. TV show. Yeah. Uh, the younger girl. Kiernan Shipka? She's in the Black Coast. Black Coast Star- Daughter, yeah. yeah. I like her. Uh, so um, it's a fun movie. Nice. Uh, let's see. VHS 85 we talked about. Mm-hmm. We watched uh, Halloween 1978. Attaboy. Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. A movie that has strangely grown on me that Sarah absolutely loves. Hmm. Hubie Halloween. You know, I wasn't mad at it. It's- you know, the first time, I'm like, I cannot take this. The <laughs> fucking Adam Sandlery shit. It's what it is. But it it's probably the the heaviest Halloween vibe movie totally. there is. Oh yeah. I mean, it is just so well decorated. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculously fun, and it ha- actually has a lot of adult jokes and humor in mm-hmm. there. Um, so I, I actually have really grown to like it. Yeah, yeah. I. I- you got to be in the mood for basically Bobby Boucher at <laughs> exactly. Halloween. That's, that's what you're getting. <laughs> if you're not in the mood, don't watch it. Uh, let's see. Yesterday, um, we drew out of our random pick the three nights of paranormal activity, which is one, two, and three. So we watched paranormal activity one yesterday uh-huh. uh, and part two today. Um, tomorrow, we'll be watching paranormal activity three. Nice. Uh, let me see. And then a couple of more. First time watch. This was the day before I came over here. Uh-huh. Frankenhooker. You've never seen it before. I've never seen it. I've always been obsessed with the talking box. That's all you need, of really. The bo- of the VHS tape, but I've never actually watched it. Huh. So it was actually playing on the Shutter TV thing. Yeah. And, um, so I sat down, take a little break. I'm like, you know, it's kind of funny. It's silly as shit. And uh, so when I came back in after getting my work done out in the garage, I put it on mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it, man. Yeah. I gave that piece of shit a six. <laughs> like It's it, not a piece of shit. It's fine. Well, like it's. It's not. It's pretty awful. It's ridiculous. But it's it's one of those awful that I can appreciate. Hen and Lauder, I think, is the director. Same guy did uh, Brain Damage. Um I think he did Basket Case too, didn't he? Like I loved how over the top this the, the guy's like uh, New Jersey accent was. Oh yeah, especially when he's like drawing up the schematics. <laughs> yeah. and he's like and he's like himself. all mumbly and shit. Yeah, he's and, like, oh, but I'm but like do here, here. yeah, yeah. So no, get, get rid of his mumble. I'm, I'm gonna lose an arm if I do that. Oh, yeah, let's uh. lift the tits up a little bit over here. <laughs> and then he's like uh, e equals MC square, and yeah, then like. Cool. Just like randomly talking about shit, doing yeah, random equations and stuff. And uh, but by the end of it, I was, I had no idea that ending was coming. <laughs> um, the pimp is re- completely ridiculous. Yeah, there's just a lot of lot in there that I that I actually liked. I think my favorite part was the hooker bloodbath, where yeah. just the arms and legs start <laughs> flying around. It's yeah. Stupid. <laughs> what the hell is he doing in there? Going crazy with the Ginsu knives? It's fun. 
Right on. Well, that's what we're up to so far, inmates. That was it, right, Jay? That's it for me. Okay, that's what we're up to so far. Tune in next week, and we'll drop some more, I guess another at least eight or nine movies on you for sure. In the meantime, let's take us a little break, amigo. Mm-hmm. like what you hear head over to the padded room facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation check out the t-villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show and we are back jason harrell yeah boy whoa buddy 
Whoa, look out there. We got a whole nother, what, three, four weeks of this? Uh, what's today? 10th, one, two, three. Oh, God. We got to do a show on Halloween? Fuck. On Halloween, Yeah, huh? I don't know if we can do that, oh, man. Oh, boy. I got to take the kids trick-or-treating. Yeah, and we Fucking. Have, we've got to dole out 200-plus we're probably going to have to not candy do a, bags <laughs> do a show on Halloween inmates. That just now occurred to me that Halloween lands on a fucking Tuesday. Uh, I will figure something out. Maybe I'll drop a bonus episode on you that Monday or something. No, I won't. I might. I might. I might do that. I don't know what I'm doing, Jason. If you want to get together and record early, we can do that. All right. We will put that together and figure it out off the air. Don't you worry your goddamn heads. I already skipped one week this, this month. I'm not going to skip two. Uh, I tell you what, though, buddy, what I'm not going to skip is three on a meat hook. All right. Three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook. We talked about our favorite remakes last two weeks ago. Now it's time to talk about the remakes we hate the most, Jason. Hit me with number three when you're ready. My number three, Martyrs. And it's not that this movie was bad. It's just that it didn't need to exist. (laughs) Um, Because... What else are you going to do to even remake that movie? Like, other than changing the language. Right. uh, Maybe that's, you know, your biggest motivating factor is you're just trying to bring it to a broader audience. Sure. But uh, they brought nothing new to this movie whatsoever. No. Um, And that's a movie where you you can't subtract anything because it's a slight. Right. Um, And odds are you're not going to come up with anything creative enough to add to it. No. So this movie just didn't need to be. No. Uh, my number three is also Martyrs. Oh. Nice. <clears throat> I think I can... Your, your explanation was spot on, but I think I can dumb it down a little bit. The beauty of the original was its brutality. I mean, it was relentless. Mm-hmm. And like from, what, five minutes after he opens the door? Boom! Shotgun blast. After that, it's just a nonstop ass-fucking... Uh, you don't know if she's doing it to herself, if her weirdo imaginary friend is doing it to her, and then the Eastern Bloc thugs show up, and then you know exactly what's going on. Um, to remove that element from the movie, which the Americanization pretty much did altogether. And like I said, you can't subtract from this movie. It was implied, but you gotta, if you're gonna remake that movie... That's the one element you cannot remove. Well, its whole point is to achieve mar- martyrdom. Is it that right? Yeah. Um, you have to go through you have these to suffer. horrible things. Yeah. So implication isn't enough. No. You, you're not going to resonate with just an implication. No. You need to see it. Yeah. You need to witness it. Yeah. It has to be visceral. Yeah. And I think the French version accomplished that. Yeah. Beautifully. Um, difficult to watch at times, but still uh, a very good-looking movie. And when you realize why we're going through all this at the end, it I don't know if it necessarily makes the, the, the destination worth the journey, 
but at least there's a reason. Mm -hmm. In the end of the Americanization, you, you, you reach the same destination, but because it was all implied, it was kind of pointless to even go there to begin with. I, I you you have to do a one for one remake of this movie. I I, I I don't see current creators being able to expand on this movie. Not American. No. No. <laughs> no. I mean, possibly an Eli Roth type, but really the only way to to expand on it is to ratchet up the violence and make it that much worse. You know, show some penetration or something. Show some butthole trauma. <laughs> I don't know. You got you got you got to show me more. Sure. You know, make the 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 journey that much more despicable and visceral and painful and cringeworthy. And they, in order to reach that end, mm-hmm. if you don't, then the end really doesn't matter. Yep. And that's that's why my number three is martyrs. Very good. How about number two? My number two, <laughs> cabin fever. I had a feeling that one might pop up on your list. Yeah. Um, it's dumb. It's dumb as shit. Um, it's not a movie that needed to be remade, and it was only what ten years after the original, ten or twelve years. It it fails so bad compared to the original. Yeah, the original is just so fun. Yeah, uh, gr- some great gore in there. Oh, yeah, ridiculous. I mean, gore. some gross shit. <laughs> to this day, that leg shaving uh, scene, oh, ooh, cringeworthy. Look out. Uh, the only redeemable qual- fact quality to that that remake that i i got a couple chuckles out of was hot female officer winston i thought making him a female and her just such a slutty stripper cop i love the original winston you're the party man you want (laughs) to party with me the the original winston was great too yeah but i just got a kick out of out of her so uh it's still bad I, I'm not going to argue that point with you. Uh, my number two, the 1998 remake of The Shining by oh. your boy, Mick Garris. Fuck, I forgot all about that. Oh, movie. it is dog shit, my friend. That was the made-for-TV one, right? It was, okay. yes. Unarguably the worst child actor that I've ever seen in my entire life. Never seen it. Uh, Steven Weber taking over for Jack Nicholson. Yeah. I don't, I'm not mad at Steven Weber at all. Um, he's no Jack Nicholson and Rebecca De Mornay taking over for, uh, Shelley Duvall. Hmm. Um, she's much more tolerable than Shelley Duvall, but she's not that weak impish kind of, uh, yeah, you look at Shelley Duvall and you think this is a chick that's not defending herself. No, not at all. Uh, uh Re- you look at Rebecca De Mornay, like she could probably throw a punch. And that's the way the character was originally intended. She, she, she was supposed to be like a nagging haggish kind of up Jack's ass about everything all the time mm. type of a okay. type of a character. Um, watching the original, which I know you hate, we're not going to get into that. I don't hate it. You ju- you just you do. No, I, <laughs> I feel like you do, Jason. No, I just think it's overhyped. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I would challenge you to. I know you don't have nine and a half hours to kill, which is what one of this this is. It's one of those. Made for TV. I'm retired. I've got nothing but time. I'm not going to watch it again. <laughs> I own it, sadly enough, but I'm not going to watch it again. Yeah. Um, it's just bad, you know. I, maybe, maybe if I had never seen the original or read the book, I might find some redeemable qualities to hmm. it. But that, God damn that that kid! Just every time he opens his buck tooth, bull headed haircut mouth, I just want to. Do him, give him a Liu Kang bicycle kick. You know, it's just so annoying and grating. I can't take it. 
Get the fuck out of here. Uh, that's my number two. I would watch it. And I'll send you home with yeah, it. You enjoy it. I'll watch it. Okay. How about number one, big dog? Me and Sarah both agree. She didn't even have a number three or number two, but uh, our number one, Black Christmas. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that one. Yeah. That is bad. That is bad. Uh, okay. It is... It, it has no redeemable qualities none, whatsoever. None, and uh, I'm not. I'm not going to waste my time trying to stand up for it or make any counterpoints. The only thing I will say is that it strays so far from the original. I think that it's, it's almost not a remake. I would call it a remake in in name only. Right. Really. Uh, well, that's kind of like April Fool's Day. Yeah. Like. Oh God, that's another dog shit. Remake. Yeah, it was, and it almost made the list, but. Yeah. Uh, and it was the same argument. I'm yeah. like, I don't even consider that a remake because it, they basically just took the title. It in no way, shape, or form is the original yeah. April Fool's Day. Yeah. I agree with this one, but this movie's such fucking shit that fuck it. It's, yeah. it's number one. Yeah. It probably should have been number one on my list also, except that I had almost successfully completely blocked it from my memory. And thank you for bringing that back up, you fucker. Uh, My number one is actually The Fog. Oh, okay. I really like the original. It was frightening to me as a kid. Uh, The idea of something being in the fog and, you know, the way the the leper ghost fisherman showed up with like these weird sailing implements and just butchered people. Uh, It was pretty gnarly. The remake turned it into a tweeny romance where the captain was trying to get to his reincarnated wife who was, uh, I think she was abducted or something like that. Really couldn't. Oh, Tom put, Welling, 2005, The Fog? Yes. Uh, okay. Selma Blair, I think, was in it. Yeah, never saw it. It's bad. Um, it it felt very Twilighty. to okay. me. Um, violence was watered down. It was there, but it was a lot of... Uh, you know the stab face, oh, oh, and then you find it. <laughs> that's, that's stupid. And then you find the body a day later, and you, oh, oh, it's type of a thing. Um, that's probably my least favorite, and it's not because. I mean, the movie is bad, sure, but I think my love for the original kind of makes it that much worse. And I know you're not a huge Black Christmas, the original fan, but that Black Christmas is just a bad movie all the way around. Right. So that's where we're at. I also I, I was kind of hmm. surprised that I was thinking you may go hmm. and say the Psycho remake. Um, a lot of people lot really, of people really, really hate, hate that. that movie for, for kind of the same argument that hmm. it, like, why remake it if you're not doing something different? Sure. I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't mad at it. Um, I guess the, 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 there's a couple things that I did enjoy about the Psycho remake. I thought Vince Vaughn made a very compelling Norman Bates. Um, What's her name? Jillian Moore? Was she the sister, I think? Anne Hesch was all right. Um, I think the problem that a lot of people had was just like the exact shot for shot for shot same choreography, same same everything, really, just with new actors and a different different background and being in color, um, that you really didn't do anything different. So why bother? I get I mean, it. because all at that point, you're only adding color. 
Yeah, but you much. could just colorize the original. Sure. So, why? Yeah, bother. Um, I maybe to make it more relatable with the modern audience. But again, uh, that's kind of the same argument for martyrs in a way. It's like you're just trying to take the same thing and bring it to expand the audience. Yeah. But they also subtracted a lot. And you can't fucking subtract. No. no. If you want to if you want to do a shot for shot remake of Martyrs, I'll check it out. I'll see what it looks like. I would have appreciated it more yeah. because then I wouldn't have had to have read it. Yeah. You know. Um and yeah, you truly are expanding the audience base mm-hmm. at that point. Sure. Cuz there's a lot of people that aren't going to watch a foreign flick. I think I need to revisit that Psycho remake. I haven't seen it probably in 25 years. I haven't uh, seen it since I originally saw it. I think it. it came out, what, 99? Something like that? Sounds about right. Uh, so like 20 years. Um, I wasn't all that mad at it, as I recall. All right. I happen to have buddies. Uh, we're least favorite uh, uh, remakes here. He's got uh, number three, The Fog, also. Number mm. two, Nightmare on Elm Street, 2010. Mm. I still don't understand the hate for that one, but whatever. Number one, something I forgot about, Jacob's Ladder. I I forgot all about that. Me too. I never watched it. Uh, I think I started it once but walked away. So there's that for that buddy. Was, the original was one of my biggest disappointments. Really? Yeah. Huh. I was so I was so hyped to see Jacob's Ladder. Like I was reading like looking at these stills and stuff in Fango. Yeah. Like before it got released, and then it finally gets released, and a little too cerebral for me. Mm. You know, I yeah. thought it was going to be a, a lot more of a pure horror movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little disappointing. Well, the ending, when you find out what the whole shit was all about. There's that for you. Right on, inmates. We would like to know what your least favorite three horror remakes are. Uh, go to paddedroompodcast.com, click on the meat hook, or you can mail us at Mail at paddedroompodcast.com or get us on the mental health hotline. Area code 775-387-0275, Jason. Uh, In the meantime, let's do us a little uh, Terra Dome action, shall we? Mm -hmm. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll try to be crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes. The devil. To the Terradome. No fights this week as we are closing out the opening brackets. We're going to give you a quick preview of what the uh, semifinals are going to look like. But first, we have to announce tonight's winner. 
Singles competition, we had The Other from Hellfest versus Captain Blake from The Fog. As the bodies began to stack around the sleepy town of Antonio Bay, the survivors fled to the church hoping to find Captain Blake's gold and send him back to his watery grave. The spectral lepers descended and attacked, killing all but a few. As Father Callahan presented the gold, the fog abated. From behind the pews, the other saw his opportunity and pounced on the priest. With a vote of 7-6, to six, the other advances over... Captain Blake. Guy with a knife. Guy with a knife. And a pretty cool mask. He had a pretty cool mask, I thought. And uh, steel-toed boots. And, oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> he, hey, he's a good dad. He is a good dad. That, there's something to be said for that. I, th- <laughs> I feel like that part gets overlooked quite a bit these days. Let's take a look at what our semifinal rounds are going to look like, Jason. In the Asylum Conference, we have Rawhead Rex versus Jimmy Bones. Dr. Giggles versus Sammy. Willie the Weasel versus Horace Pinker, and Sammy Kerr versus Albrun. In the Inferno Conference, we have Valak versus the Babadook, Jesse Lee versus Seth Brundle, Frankenhooker versus Lilith. Little girl on girl action mm-hmm. there, my friend. Uh, and the Samurai versus the Other. We'll pick the. Uh, oh the f- my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck is that going to work? I have no idea. Uh, we'll pick the fighting back up next weekend, mates. In the meantime, we're going to skip what are you looking at because we just ran you down about an hour and a half of it. We'll jump right into immersion therapy, my friend. (laughs) Immersion therapy. Bloodfest from 2018, Jason Harrell. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? It's fine. Uh, yeah, uh, heavy on the comedy. Um, the, there's some holes there, but I wasn't really looking to punch holes in it to start with. That's yeah. something. It's not like a involved watch. Yeah, picked it up at a yard sale for a dollar. <laughs> Look at you, so, <laughs> big spender. So, so I knew I I needed an excuse to watch it. Okay, there um, you have it. It was worth a buck. It's sure. I'll buy it, it for a dollar. Yeah. It had, it, it had enough in there to keep me watching it. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like a um, far heavier and stupider Hellfest. Uh, I guess so. Uh, I don't know how. I would say less heavy than Hellfest. A lot, lot more comedic and ridiculous elements mm-hmm. in this one. Oh, Hell, yeah. Hellfest actually had some people like getting stabbed and stuff. Uh, when we got to the explanation of the zombies yeah, and the vampire chicks. I could buy that one a lot quicker than I could the zombies. Oh, yeah. You kidding me? Yeah. Oh, there are electrodes to put right. on them. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> sure, that makes sense. Conceptually, I think it was pretty solid. A uh, little, little punching up of the writing could have helped a little bit, I think. Not mad at it. Uh, we, I, Jason picked it up at a yard sale. I streamed it on Amazon Prime. It's worth, it's something to put on around Halloween. Maybe uh, probably watch it with the kids. It's not too bad. I don't think there was any nudity. Uh, there was some chicks with na- naked backs. At I, don't one point. I don't recall. Uh, during that stupid campfire scene with the vampire chicks. 
the big kid is explaining that he's a virgin. You've already <laughs> forgotten about this movie. I have. Right? Okay, let's move it right along. <laughs> I remember know, the stupid parts. There was a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of stupid Especially parts. Especially the zombies. Yeah, and the sister at the end. I won't get into that. Uh, your immersion therapy for this week, courtesy of Jason Harrell, is going to be Let's Scare Jessica to Death from 1971. You can find this bad guy streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's also on Tubi and might even be on YouTube uh, if you can't Pluto. find it there. Pluto TV also. Pluto. Uh, check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. But now it is time to educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week, Jason. I am royalty, and there is a uh, plague ravaging my local area, so I'm inviting all my well-to-do friends to my castle for a party, and uh, we're going to ride this uh, COVID-19 wave out until it's gone and done and over with and killed all the shitty villagers. Son of a bitch, if the living embodiment of this fucking thing doesn't show up and wreck my party, it is The Mask of the Red Death starring Vincent Price. You ever seen that one? I don't think so. Pretty good show until the end. Uh, instead of, like, killing everybody, they all do a big uh, choreographed dance. Like an inter- <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, like a big interpretive dance yeah. situation. And uh, then they all lay down at the end. It, I think it was, like, late 60s that that came out. A lot of like psychedelic like colors and going into different colored rooms and shit like that. Uh, pretty pretty weird stuff, uh, especially that inning. And then at the end, you find out there's also a blue death, a yellow death, a green death. Every color of the rainbow is represented in, in death, and uh, they all dress up like ninjas. Sounds too. great. <laughs> it's something, man. It's uh, something. A rainbow-colored dancing Vincent Price... I mean, it sounds like a hoot. That's something. It is something. <laughs> Who might I be this week, you ask? Well, I am a uh, radio uh, disc jockey, Jason. And I am hanging out, and I get a, a call from a couple of yahoos who are on their way to a local, uh, I guess, frat party. And goddamn, if they, I can't get them off the air. Uh, unfortunately, some maniac with a chainsaw chases them down in the truck and butchers them both. Now I got the whole thing on, on the air, and uh, I got the FCC up my ass because that thing you know, got played. Uh, and I got a local cop who's looking to track down the killer of those two knuckleheads uh, who is also wielding a couple of chainsaws. And uh, things get bizarrely sexual when they actually show up at my radio station, the killers do. Who might I be, you ask? I'm just glad it didn't turn out to be Pontypool. It is definitely not Pontypool. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Uh, tune in next week, and I'll drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us. Uh, join us. Let us know what you think of this this October bloodlust format. Um, if if we dig this, we might just keep riding it out into, in, into November. And if not, then we'll go right back to the usual format. Uh, like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this. Uh, PaddedRoomPodcast.com. Go there for any information you need about us. Vote on the Terra Dome. Get us your meat hook. 
Patreon link right there for you if you feel like contributing. Swag, tears, all that shit. It's all right there for you. You're going to love it. In the meantime, Jay, you got anything else? Love you all. Love you guys. For Buddy in Absentia, Terrible Remakes, Ghost Lepers, who may or may not be in love with Tweenies, um, French movies, violent as shit French movies, and the Americanizations thereof, and the upcoming 4K releases thereof. And the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye-bye. Take my hands and dance with the heat drive.